Reading comes from Psalm 84, verses 1 through 4 and 10 through 12. Listen for the word of God. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, indeed it faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King, of, my King and my God. Happy are those who live in your house, ever singing your praise. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than live in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield, bestowing favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord without withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you. You can sit if you want to be comfortable. The last year that um, I was at Fox Island, we, we had a, a fellow in the, in the church who was a very, very good director. And I, the problem with community theater is that typically what is played is stuff and fluff. It's, it's uh, catchy tunes and, and little happy ditties, um, and there's no real significant meat. So a couple years before, we, we did uh, The Crucible, which is about the Salem witch trials. And then the last year, we did Inherit the Wind, which is about uh, the Scopes monkey trial. And that whole idea is, is evolution. Can you teach evolution in school? And because it was a serious play, we had some young people who were interested in theater, and they wanted to be part of something that was, that was real and important. So they were, at the school, they were at the church, and we were rehearsing, and, and they knew that my wife and I were both pastors. And they kept looking at us. Because these were young, this was a young woman who the only thing she knew about the Christian story came from her performance in Godspell. She had never read the scripture, she had never been to church, she had simply performed in Godspell. What she did know is that Pat Robertson would occasionally spill his bile, and people would just share their hatred of others that they didn't think belonged. And so she assumed, as many people do in our world, that the church is a place that first and foremost tells you know, you, well, you know, Nick, we're really glad you're here, but did you have to wear thongs? <laughs> and, and then you're left with that whole thing of, of Jesus' absolute frustration, where it says, you know, John the Baptist came fasting. And, I mean, the man ate wild, you know, he ate locusts and honey. I mean, the man was kind of nutty. And, and so you creamed John the Baptist because he was, he, he fasted. And then the Son of Man comes 
And you say, he's a drunkard because he eats and drinks with tax collectors and sinners. What do you want? And what people assume is that religious leaders like me and like my wife are going to be all about condemnation. Who's in, who's out, and why are the people who are out, out? Today we are celebrating being open and affirming, and in our statement, and this was a major oversight that the statement actually isn't in the program, bad pastor, bad pastor, trying to get ready for three weeks out of town, major slip up. Anyway, we'll get it to you. It's in the insert. Good pastor, good pastor. Actually, good administrative assistant. See? Behind every successful man, there is a woman who is surprised. Okay? And it's important to have those women to make us look good. So it's actually in your insert. Look in your insert. Most churches within the United Church of Christ, their open and affirming statement is larger than a gay and lesbian and, and, and bisexual and transgender issue, but it was started in the United Church of Christ specifically to support those who felt that they were excluded. And the reality is, in our world today, the leading cause of discrimination against gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgendered people is the church. And it's people who use what are called the clobber passages of scripture to say, you're sinful. You don't belong. You're not really loved by God. And that is fundamentally wrong. And so this young woman is part of this show. We're going to inherit the wind. And she's looking at Mary and I. And she says, you don't look like you've got three heads. You know, you, you look kind of normal. You even sound kind of normal. And when no one's listening, you tell really bad off-color jokes. And, and she didn't know that it was possible that somebody who was a Christian could say, God's love is for everybody. God's love is for all of us. It's all right to love one another. It's all right to love one another. And the scripture today is even a sparrow finds a home. Even a sparrow. One of the things is when you become a parent, you want your child to know in no uncertain terms that you are precious. You are so cool. I mean, Katie went, you know, how could you not love, and Colin, you know, he's with the offering, he's always ripping up there with his giraffe, you know? Kids are just cool. They're cool. And all you want for your children is for them to know, man, you are the best thing. If we were to follow Hebrew teachings, Hebrew scriptures, Everybody would have a couple of angels in front of them, walking in front of them, out of the way, image of God coming through. Every one of us is created in the image after the likeness of God. We all would have angels walking in front of us, make way, image of God, every last one of us. That's how God feels about all of us. 
all the time, and yet we use the words that are the word to beat people up, to make them feel excluded, to make them feel that there isn't a home for them here. And that makes me so sad because the church of all places should be a place where even the sparrow finds a home. I mean, it's really sweet. You know, we've got the sparrows of, you know, Capistrano, and we've got some that come here every year. Swallows. All right, okay. I'm not an ornithologist, okay? They're birds, all right? And they make a nest, and they make a mess. And, you know, Karen Brackenberry's like, oh, we can't take the nest down yet. There's still little babies in there. You know, and these are the babies that are going to come back next year and make more, more poop. But it doesn't matter, because even the sparrow finds a home and makes a nest. And that's what God says about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is in your midst when we live this way. The church is the kingdom when we live this way. And how great is it to be here when everyone knows you're welcome. When everyone knows, make way, image of God coming through. Every one of you is that way in God's eyes. It's important it's important, it's important today on our five-year anniversary becoming open and affirming that we celebrate the fact that there are angels in front of all of us saying every last one of you is made in the image after the likeness of God. Make way. Coming through. And that is really, really,